0: There's not a relationship in the world that isn't going to have conflict. Totally. And it's not wrong to necessarily go to a third party Mm -mm. in that conflict, but who that person is and how we bring them in is really important. It is so
1: important.
0: Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist.
1: And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships.
0: So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back. To another episode of Tangible Truth Podcast. Susan and I are hanging out in her office again today. Good morning, Susan. Hi, how are I, you? I'm good. See, you have your coffee. I do. So we're good to go. Yes, caffeine. Yes. You know, I was just thinking, it's actually a miracle that we're able to produce a podcast because <laughs> we are the two most untechnological people <laughs> in the whole entire world. So true. And it's like every time we sit down to record, it's one technological problem after another. One after another. It is a miracle of God. It is. But somehow we're still recording week after week. So we're excited to be here today. And I'm really excited about what we're going to be talking about today. So as a new therapist, one of the things that can be really overwhelming is there's so many theorists and theories of psychology and counseling and approaches that it can get kind of overwhelming. Really? Of like... (laughs) Who do you listen to and which approach to therapy is right and all this kind of stuff. But one of the things that you and I share is we share a love for Bowen theory. Mm -hmm. And Murray Bowen was a counselor who made some awesome discoveries years ago. He's a real, we we call it systemic Mm -hmm. therapist, Mm -hmm. which means he believes that we don't exist in isolation Um, we exist in a relationship. Mm-hmm. The family system is a huge importance to kind of who we are as people, and and those kinds of things. And you and I just both kind of agree with him on those things. Mm-hmm. And so one of the concepts that he talks a lot about, and I know that you talk about with your clients all the time is triangulation. Ooh. I know. Ooh. Are you excited to talk I'll about triangulation? Ho- ooh, I love talking about
1: triangulation.
0: <laughs> so we're going to start with the kind of nerdy side of things. So I'm just going to read a little bit of a descriptor of what triangulation is. Mm-hmm. And then I would love for you to kind of unpack it for us and maybe give us some examples and that kind of stuff. Sound okay. good? That sounds good. Okay, so triangulation is a tactic which is used to manipulate an interaction between two people who are not communicating directly with one another. It's problematic because a third person becomes involved in a situation that should be between two individuals involved in the conflict. This is a strategy that emotionally unstable people can use to manipulate a situation. It's an unhealthy tactic that can generate toxicity and additional unnecessary negativity in relationships. So from that definition, we can all agree triangulation doesn't sound like a very good thing,
1: (laughs) right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, But I I really like that. That's a real basic definition Mm -hmm. of triangulation, but I like it. I'll just give a super practical example of triangulation. It's real funny that you should mention Bowen, you know, Bowen also really likes in family systems work. I do mainly couple work, you know, but I see individuals also. He also is really big on how, how can we lower anxiety in any relationship. Which we love. We love that but because don't we?
0: none of us like relationships mm-hmm. with high anxiety. With high anxiety. Yeah.
1: And I'm quite sure and confident that any listener today does not like mm-hmm. anxiety in their relationships. Sure. No matter which relationship it is, is it with your colleagues, is it with your friendships? Mm-hmm. Is it with your marriage? Is it with your parent child? Mm-hmm. What whatever. Adult right. children. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about parent parenting the adult child can we talk about that sometime (laughs) that's that's Uh, a monster okay that could be a podcast sometime or two or three let's take note on that okay Okay. and so uh but anyway so he's really big on that Mm -hmm. so how can we do that well um so avoiding triangulation is a way to lower anxiety anxiety in the family system. Okay. okay. So I that's, like that's why triangulation, that's a really good motivation mm-hmm. to avoid triangulation. That is a really good, really, really good yeah. motivation to avoid triangulation. So here's a practical example of triangulation that I usually just throw out there with couples or clients, whatever maybe an individual's in here having trouble with her friend or maybe an individual's in here having trouble with their adult child or spouse or whatever, Mm -hmm. or a couples in here. So I may say, since you're in the room, I'm going to use you. Okay. I I will be your client. So Carrie and I are in the room listeners. So Carrie and I may be having an issue in our relationship. And so our relationship's not going well. Right. So I may bring in my friend, Jane Doe. Uh Okay. Jane Doe. We all know Jane Doe. Uh But anyway, I'm going to bring in Jane Doe and Carrie doesn't know it, but Carrie's out of the room. She's gone home and I'm going to call Jane Doe to Onyx Coffee Mm -hmm. and we're going to go have coffee. And I am going to pull Jane in on this relationship with Carrie and I. And I'm going to say, Jane, I've got to talk about Carrie in yes. this relationship. And I just unload everything mm. on um, Jane. So Jane starts carrying the burden of our relationship, yeah. Carrie, right. mine and you. But the problem with that is Carrie and I are not working out the relationship yeah. that we need to be working out. Jane Doe carries the load. Right. But guess what? I feel a little bit better because sure, you I, got to unload everything. I got to unload everything. Yeah. I processed it. Yeah. And so I got back in my car and I go to work. And I feel a little bit better because I processed it. But still, who needs to be working on the relationship is right. me and you. Mm-hmm. And we're not. Jane's carrying the burden. Yeah. I triangulated. Mm-hmm. See, there's three people now. Sure. Not two. So she's carrying the load, which is not good. Hence, triangulation. Now... I call it the kiss of death when it's related to fam. This was a friend. Right. Okay. Pretend it's a family member. Right. Let's now trend- it gets really oh, messy. It gets really messy. Yes. when We're talking about family. Yes. So let's pretend a couple is in mm-hmm. my room. Now we're jumping to a different example. Yeah. If I've got a couple in my room and let's say the husband or the wife triangulates one of their siblings, like mm-hmm. a wife triangulates her sister. Right. And she tells her sister all about her horrible, quote, husband and yes. all the things he's doing. Or let's say one of them triangulates their. 18 year old son or daughter, right. And, or even their young child or their young child, their 12 year old Mm -hmm. or 10 year old. And they start bringing them into the loop and triangulating them. They're not only triangulating them, they're parentifying them. Right. So they're bringing them up to a parent's role. Mm -hmm. And I call it the kiss of death triangulation can be so dangerous. Again, Carrie, who needs to be working on their relationship is the husband and wife. Right. So if the mother brought in the 12-year-old and the 18-year-old, yeah. the mother does feel better because sure. she processed it. Right. And that's why she triangulated somebody. But can you imagine The 18-year-old, or even worse, a 12-year-old carrying the burden. And
0: now they feel this sense of responsibility of, I need to do something to make mom and dad happy.
1: And feel better. Yes. Yes, I need to do something to... Exactly. To make them feel better. And they're carrying the load of a parent. That's why I say parentify. Yes. Instead of just being a child now, they've got a false sense of responsibility. So now we've got a 12 year old that's going to be in counseling Mm -hmm. and you and I both know this. Right. So it's very, very unhealthy. Mm -hmm. That triangle that was formed because again, who needs to be working on the relationship as mother and dad. Yeah. And who needs to be... Now I'm going to jump back to the first example. Who needs to be working on the relationship as Carrie and Susan. Right. And and Not, not this uh, yes, third party that not, we brought into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, especially when
0: it comes to children, because a lot of times we may think, oh, well, I would never go to my 12-year-old child and say, let me tell you what a terrible parent your dad is. Mm-hmm. But it can be really subtle. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be that, why can't, mom, why can't we go to the movie today? Well, if your dad wasn't so lazy, then we would have the money to be able to go to a movie.
1: It's a perfect example. That's
0: triangulation. It is. It's, it's this flippant thing that we may say out of anger, mm-hmm. where we're basically throwing the other parent under the bus to the child. Mm-hmm. So now the kid is not mad at mom that they're not going to the movie. They're mad at dad because they're not going to the movie. Mm -hmm. But then we talked earlier, you know, you said about anxiety in relationship. We Mm -hmm. want to lower anxiety in relationship. Think about the anxiety that just caused that kid.
1: Mm -hmm. Now
0: this kid feels this anxiety of... Well, I want to be mad at dad because we can't go to the movie, but mom's upset and I need to do something to make mom feel better. Mm-hmm. So what if I clean my room? Will that make mom happy? And what if I go to my piggy bank and I take some money out of the piggy bank and I take it to dad to offer to? And so now we've got this kid mm-hmm. trying to solve this grown up problem. Mm-hmm. And like you said, kiss of death, it can it,
1: it really, really destroy a family. And we're not just making up these scenarios. No. We hear these stories in our office mm-hmm. from either children. children. Children who are 12 or uh, grown adults in their thirties
0: who are talking about, I can't have a healthy relationship (laughs) because when I was 12, this is how my parents treated me. Exactly. One pitted the other one against the other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can see how this can be really dangerous, but I want to make a distinction. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because the reality is you've been my mentor for years. Yes. When I'm having a relational conflict, yes. I come to you yes. and I'm like, Susan, oh, so, so help me. I yes. don't know what to do about this relationship problem I'm having. Yes, So what's the difference between seeking wise counsel or even just venting to a friend mm-hmm. or triangulation because yes. it can look similar.
1: It can, aren't you... But one's toxic and one's healthy. Yes, one is toxic, yeah. kiss a death, mm-hmm. and one is very, very healthy. And how do you distinguish me as your mentor?
0: Hmm. I think a lot of it is, is that when I come to you, I really am seeking wise counsel mm-hmm. that I can then take back into my life and put into action.
1: Perfect. That is the perfect answer. Yeah. And bingo. Good. What Cause you, I, that was, that just was it. <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants there. <laughs> that, whoop, whoop. Yeah, I uh, got it right. Yeah. You did get it right. <laughs> because that is key. What a mentor truly is. And when you do seek wise counsel, Mm -hmm. when you go to God and you pray, God, show me, you know, I'm praying for godly wisdom. I'm seeking counsel. God speaks to us through himself through His Word, and through His people, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you're seeking God's wisdom, and you're asking Him to guide you, order your next steps, you're reading His Word, and you're asking Him to speak through His people. And in this case, you know, if I'm open-handed, anytime we meet, I'm always asking this morning, Remember Mm -hmm. this morning, I said, I asked God to speak. You and I had talked about something and I asked God to use me to speak. God, what do you want to say to Carrie? Right. And I felt like he did give me a word for you. In those cases, you know, you're exactly right. You go, you use the wise counsel to then go back in your marriage to implement God's word in your marriage. Not to use against your marriage. Yes. And so you and and your in this case it's Joe for you and Joe that is to enhance, to grow, to help your yes. marriage so that you and Joe can in fact work on your relationship triangulation Mm -hmm. as we were uh, given the example, you and I needed to work on the relationship and I chose not to work on the relationship with you. I went to Jane Doe.
0: Yes. And regardless of what Jane said to you, you had no intentions
1: of coming back to me Right. To try to repair. Right. Yeah. And the difference is you, if you go to a trusted friend to make it not triangulation, I could have gone to Jane Doe if she was a trusted, you know, friend and I was in the right spirit. You know, I could have gone to Jane, like you come to me yeah. a, occasionally and said, I need wise counsel. Right. Can you pray with me? I need wise counsel. Yeah. How to repair my relationship with Carrie. Yes. She would have given me wise counsel. We would have prayed, I would have come back to you, Mm -hmm. and prayerfully, we would have repaired, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. That would not have been considered triangulation. Yes. So it sounds like the difference between triangulation
0: and just having a conversation with a friend or a mentor is if I'm the person who's like, so let's go back to you and I are in conflict, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you and I are in conflict and I initiate a conversation with a third party, whether that's my husband, my friend, whoever, then what I do next is what makes that triangulation mm-hmm. or not. If I take that and then I come back to you, then again, and I think this comes back to, you know, I'm I'm even thinking about like biblically, If we have a problem with somebody, scripture says, go to that person Mm one-on-one, confront them directly, Mm -hmm. you and them deal with it. Mm -hmm. So if I come back to you and I'm like, Hey, we really need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. And then that's different. And Mm -hmm. I think triangulation gets so messy is because usually that third party we're bringing in knows both people involved Mm -hmm. and you're asking them to be the middleman and mm-hmm. then they feel stuck and they
1: feel very stuck. And, and that's what's, not fair it's to not put fair. them in that position. No, it's not yeah. ever fair. And especially the scenario that we gave that we hear about in our office all the time when we are putting the child yes. and they love their mother and they love their father. Right. And we've just put them in an impossible situation Mm -hmm. to choose sides. Right. Or, you know, I'm thinking premarital. One of the things that you and I specifically tell, you know, premarital couples is really for a couple when they first get married to establish, you know, when you've got an issue, this needs to stay between you and you and God. Y'all need to work on... Uh, it's so imperative not to run back to, you know, the leave and cleave is in scripture on purpose, yeah you know, because it's not a mistake. Because if the wife goes home and tells mom and dad every time husband does something. Right. You know, what happens to mom and dad? Yeah. You know, they stay mad. Of course at they husband, do. And wife may have forgiven in, in one second. Right. But mom and dad haven't. Exactly. You know, they stay mad, mm-hmm. you know, and it's that kind of feel, you know, when you start the triangulation all yeah. the time, the people that you've brought in, that third party, they they don't hear all mm-hmm. the repair The forgiveness. Yes. The, all that, all that, they don't see or hear any of that. Right. So they're still carrying all of the hurts and all of the angry words and all of that. Yes. Because that's what you left them with. Sure. And so they're not forgetting that. Mm -hmm. And they look at you and they, sometimes it backfires on you because they're looking at you and mad at you for still staying with them. Right. Because they don't have the whole story. They don't have it. Yes. Oh, it gets messed up. It does. That I'm just thinking it gets so gets messy up. and,
0: and mm-hmm. how important it is for us to be really f- mindful of who we invite into conflict, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. the reality is there's not a relationship in the world that isn't going to have conflict. Totally. That's just part of it. Totally. Spouses are going to have conflict. Parent, child are going to have conflict. Friends co coworkers, we're all going to have conflict. Mm-hmm. And it's not wrong to necessarily go to a third party Mm -mm. in that conflict, but who that person is and how we bring them
1: in is really important. It is so important. It really, really is so important. And not to do a knee jerk.
0: Yes. In that, exactly. Truth. And I was just thinking about, I was going to ask you that of like, why do we, why do we triangulate people? And I think it is, it's a knee jerk, mm-hmm. it's anger, it's our feelings are hurt and it makes us feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so easy in that situation to be, because going to somebody and saying, Hey, you hurt my feelings is hard and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Going to a third person, and complaining about it is mm-hmm. easy. It's very easy, you know, and it's it makes us easy. feel better. Like you said, I feel better after I unloaded <laughs> <Yeah>. on her. <laughs> so it, it allows us to like get those feelings out mm-hmm. in a way that
1: isn't as risky or as vulnerable. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. it is easier to do that, you know, and the knee jerk response is, I think you hit it on the head when you're angry. hmm You do a lot of things yeah. out of anger that you're that we wouldn't do in,
0: yeah. if we're in a rational state of mind.
1: Yeah, I yeah. totally
0: agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've learned a lot today. Mm-hmm. I've been reminded once again that triangulation can be the kiss of death, especially in families, mm-hmm. and we don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every week we try to leave people with a tangible takeaway that they can take from this. And I think there's so many angles that, you know, so many good things from this little mini lesson that we've learned today but I think, first of all, just realizing it's so easy to suck somebody into triangulation mm-hmm. when we're really angry and upset. Mm-hmm. You know, so what would it look like before we pick up the phone or stop someone in the hallway or pop off to one of our kids and say something that we regret to take just a minute and go get alone? Take a few deep breaths, Mm -hmm. have a conversation with Jesus and be like, I need to calm down. I think that's a little bit before I bring somebody into this. That's
1: just going to make things worse. I really think that's key to everything, because as I started off the whole thing, triangulation is mentioned. We, We started off mentioned. The theorist, which is Bowen. Yes. He brings this up. I felt like it's on his list Mm -hmm. because he's big on lowering anxiety. Right. And getting away from triangulation definitely lowers anxiety Mm -hmm. in a family system. And and in any relationship, Mm -hmm. it helps lower anxiety. And so we want to lower anxiety in all of our relationships. And to do what you just said. To, hey, I need a minute. Yes. Before, and I need to think about this mm-hmm. before I bring anybody in and to spend the time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then after I do spend some time with Jesus, I may need to talk to my mentor. Right. I may need wise counsel. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just need to spend time in the word. Yeah. Before I do anything. Yeah. But the wise counsel may be the best thing. Right. Before I. Loop anybody, because just doing the triangulation is generally out of frustration mm-hmm. and or anger, right? Because you're just mad at somebody, exactly, and that's it. Yeah, and that's generally a rash decision. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and rash decisions are never good <laughs> i don't know about you but every time i make a rash oh decision gosh. i'm like why did i do that exactly yeah yeah so lowering our own anxiety mm-hmm. before we bring a third person into the conflict is really the best place to start yeah
1: totally all right That's i love cool. it me too that's good good, good reminder
0: for all of us it is isn't mm-hmm. it yes yeah. and i think the key one of the key takeaways from me is that kind of like accidental takeaway from this conversation is it really is just best to deal directly with the person that you're having a problem with yes totally. as hard as it is yes that's the best place to start oh amen yeah mm-hmm. all right thanks for your wisdom susan mm-hmm. oh that's a good one. all right we'll see you guys next week okay Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.